Hello, everyone. Welcome to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and here we share stories from women around the world to empower and inspire women to dream without limitation. Today, I have the pleasure of being with Miss Emily Kaufman, and she has her own podcast called Girls Gone Healthy. And we're so excited to learn how she came upon this podcast and where she shares her wisdom. So we want to go ahead and introduce Emily. Hi, how are you doing today, Emily? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited for our conversation. So I want to open up the floor for you to go ahead and let the audience know a little bit about you and what you do in your podcast as well. Yeah, so I'm a retired Division One athlete. I was a coxswain in college, and so for those that don't know what that is, it's a small person that sits in the back of the boat, so I'm not actually rowing, but I help steer the boat, I help coach the boat, and throughout that, you know, I had to really prioritize my health. I had to focus on my body a lot, and when I transferred out of the professional world and you know more into a routine day-to-day -day normal life I was really lost when it came to you know getting back in shape eating right all of that and was speaking with other girls my age and even girls that are younger in college things like that they're also stuck and so that's what I do now I try to help girls make health a lot more simple you know it doesn't have to be these juice cleanses that you see or these strict diets and it's just really complicated out there, so I made my podcast, Girls Gone Healthy, in a way to make it fun and simple and just really accessible to them. No, definitely, definitely. So what's your main approach in order to make this health journey just fun for females? Because I know it's like, oh my gosh, like I need to be 120 pounds or it's not going to work for me or, you know, just different consciousness in regards to our health and our physical physique. So how do you make it um, fun and exciting for people to go along this, this fitness journey and also to encourage body positivity? Yeah, so in order to just, you know, make it fun, make it enjoyable, they should do the things that they want in terms of exercise and movement, and then also eat what they want. And that sounds just so straightforward. But I think that people mm -hmm. overthink it so much, you know, they're like, okay, what's the perfect workout to do? And then they'll try doing these exercises that doesn't feel good to them. And it's not what they're used to. And so if mm -hmm. you're not a runner, don't force yourself to be a runner just because you think that has a good body look to it you know like if you're mm -hmm. already enjoying cycling or say you enjoy dancing there's so many dance group fitness classes now like that's the type that you can be incorporating in your life because you doing that five times a week will be so much better than one quote-unquote like perfect workout no definitely I totally agree because I know myself I love health and fitness I love working out but sometimes I try to push myself to an extent like I had a trainer one time where I just was like oh my god I want you to like literally just kill me in 30 minutes but for some reason it was doing more harm to my body than any good it was actually like causing my body to swell rather than you know put it in a good physical shape, health and nutrition wise. So I think that's important where you say, just literally go at your your own pace, do what makes your body feel good and don't overexert yourself. I think that's super important. So how did you get into this space to encourage other women um, in the health and fitness world? 
Yeah, so I guess going a little bit back to my own journey when I was in college, so as a coxswain, I had to be 110 pounds, and I'd be weighed in Wow. all the time. Yeah, it was like a very strict, like, okay, you weigh yourself in for all the competitions every week, and so I was like doing the math, and I had to weigh myself over 500 times at that one exact weight, and so... What You know, the in my heck? head, I had to hit it like for a certain number, you know, it was four sports, it wasn't to look a certain way. But I started developing such an unhealthy relationship with the scale. And I realized that all my methods to get to this weight weren't the healthiest, you know, I was trying all those protein shakes of like, just straight liquid diets almost to try to crack my calories. I was overexerting myself at the gym. I was doing all these things that I thought were healthy and I was like, oh, it's healthier because maybe I'm losing weight and I'm getting towards that 110. But in reality, it wasn't. And it took me getting out of that space and looking back to realize that. And so that's where I kind of came in on encouraging girls because I see a lot of people still today when they're like, oh, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to start this diet tomorrow or I'm going to start this crazy workout plan tomorrow and in my head I'm like no it doesn't have to be all these big changes it should just be something that fits in your life and you won't even notice you know it's not going to be like one day was the day that changed your life it's the little changes over time and that's what I just try to encourage people to do Definitely. I know that had to be hard to do something that was like clockwork and just a routine for you to say, you know what, I have to be 110 pounds and this is the number I have to stick with it. And then once you were done with it, so now that you're tired, how were you able to shift out of that mindset that, you know, you had to be 110 pounds or it just wasn't going to work for your life? Oh, it took so long. I did a complete 180 right after college. So I went from spending almost my entire day thinking about my health, thinking about that weight, like tracking everything that went in and out of my body, that it was so much work that once I was done with it, I was just done completely. Like I didn't join a gym. I stopped caring what put into my body. So I was like, oh, this feels great. I don't need to track everything anymore. And so I just was so burnt out by it. And then what happened Mm-hmm. <laughs> is I was like, okay, I miss that community of working out. I miss having the routine of working out. So I'm going to try something fun. And so me and my friends, we'd go to the group exercise classes. And now that's where I think it's like the most fun workout in the world. You know, like someone else is putting on the music. Someone else is telling you what to do. But it's still like really lighthearted. And so it took me like trying a few of those classes, you know. Now I found some cycling ones that I like, some yoga ones. I just try to mix it up. And never forcing myself to do a workout. You know, I no longer have a coach that's like, you have to only take your rest days on Sunday or you have to do this. Like, you don't have to do anything in order to be healthy. It's just what makes you feel good. No, definitely. So I want you to tell us a little bit more about that. I know you said you had your coach literally telling you everything down to the T, like kind of in a way like dictating how your life should go. So how did you feel during that time? Oh, it was really rough because when I first started to weigh in above 110 pounds and I knew I needed to lose weight, it, it seemed easy. You know, I was like, okay, I can just drop five pounds. It's whatever. I have time. Like, it's not a competition season yet. But then as it started adding up and, you know, as we started getting closer, it started to become this huge emotional issue for me. You know, like my whole team knew that I had to lose weight. My parents knew. My coaches knew. And I thought that I was doing things right. You know, I was making these changes, but Mm -hmm. right no change on the scale. And so it was making me feel like a failure, very emotional. And that's also, you know, another reason that I think 
if you don't know yourself first, it's going to always be really hard to work with a coach because I was a division one athlete. So we have the top professionals working with us. You know, I had a nutritionist, I had dietitians, you know, it wasn't that they were giving me bad information, but I just didn't know Mm -hmm. how to use that information. Like, for example, they would give me meal plans and they'd be like, okay, like this is how you should structure your plate. This is how you'll structure the food. But then when I'm traveling every single weekend, I'm like, oh, but what do I do when I'm in the airport and I can't access that? Or how do I do this? And so that's why I think it's important to one, know yourself the best first, because it's like, Mm -hmm. what do you need? And then two, also getting that education behind it. Because if someone's just telling you, oh, you should eat chicken and broccoli. Well, if you don't have chicken and broccoli, then you won't even know how to make substitutes. You won't know what to keep filling up on. Like, there's just no way that you could ever follow a meal plan that someone else makes. So you should get like the education first. No, definitely. So how have you been able to use your voice and um, in a particular way, what is one way that maybe someone has come to you and say, you know what, I really needed this. Um, This was really encouraging and empowering. Have you had any moments like that with your podcast? Oh, yeah, because sometimes I don't even realize what I've done in my past that might not have been healthy. So, for example, I had a teammate reach out afterwards and she was like, oh, once I trans transitioned out of athletics into the real world, like I was still trying to go to the gym three hours a day because that's how much you're working out when you're an athlete. But she's like, I thought I needed that to still stay in shape. And I was like, wait, like I used to do that too, you know, like, I didn't think that there was any good in a walk. I was like, how is that a workout? I'm not sweating. It doesn't take a while. But then I realized, like, those are also shifts that I had to make. So I think that everyone's like a lot more relatable than you think. It's always hard to give unsolicited health advice, you know, (laughs) like, no one (laughs) wants you to tell them how to be healthier or like, what to eat and not to eat. Yeah, so I'm never trying to do that. You know, I'm never trying to give anyone Mm -hmm. advice that they don't want. But I'm just trying to offer an alternative way to think at things like, you know, the second that you're not happy in your body or the second that you want to be healthier, you don't need to make these crazy changes. It can be really manageable. Definitely, because you don't want to be that person that's like, wow, you're eating french fries. You should definitely have some celery sticks. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't ever want to be that person. Um, So that's why I like to come out of it as encouragement and as education. Never like, oh, follow the Emily Kaufman way, you know? (laughs) (laughs) No, for real. So um, if you had to say, like, is there any way that you would change how anything went while you were an athlete and going through all that training, is there any way that you would change anything or anything that you would change that you went through during that time with your health and nutrition? So now that I've gone through it, it's been a great learning experience for me. You know, that's what made me so passionate about this journey that I'm on now of sharing it with other people. Mm -hmm. But if I were to look back and say, okay, how could I have had actually hit my goals? Um, I think that a lot of us get into this struggle of restricting foods. They're like, okay, I'm going to lose weight, so I'm no longer going to eat pizza or pasta. You know, like they start to just try to cut out this huge food group, and that's what Mm -hmm. I would do. So I would cut it out, and then it'd be like for the majority of the week, like Monday through Friday. And then on Saturday, I'd be so excited that I had such a healthy week that I would eat just total crap all day. I drink all the sugary cocktails 
nails all day and like to oh me my in my head I was like wait but like I've been so healthy you know most of the time and it's like actually no if I maybe included pasta throughout my week then I wouldn't just binge on it on the weekends you know um so looking back it makes so much sense why I never lost the weight and it makes so much sense mm-hmm. why like none of the food plans are working but yeah at the time I was just like so like lost I was like what what's happening <laughs> No, seriously. And it's like, I'm not a nutritionist, but I know exactly how you feel because it's like, I go through these spells where I thought it was right for me to just like, literally just stop basically eating. (laughs) Not like, you know, you know what I mean? Not literally, but like cutting out so many things that I enjoyed eating. And now I'm in a place where it's like, I understand that anything in excess is harmful to your body. So it's like, I can have these things, but I just can't have them all the time, you know? So just understanding that has put me in a space of more joy. And also I've been staying in shape that way. So I'm like, okay, maybe this is working. Maybe this is the real plan that's supposed to go. And this is how it's supposed to be. So yeah, that's definitely how I've been doing it. Yeah, that's a great point that you mentioned, too. It's all about, you know, like your mental health, too. So, yeah, you maybe you are really disciplined and you can stick to the perfect diet of like all greens and all these vegetables. But if you're restricting yourself so much that you're not happy and you're stressed about what you're eating, like, no, don't add more stress to your life. You shouldn't be stressed about what you're Mm -hmm. eating, you know, so if having pizza one time per week is going to increase your mood and make you happier like that's worth it you know that's not worth no, trying to definitely. eat <laughs> no so this is this is my trick where I say you know what this is how I'm going to cleanse my body every day of the things that I eat so I'm just going to drink a cup of celery juice in the morning and I'll be good to go now I can just enjoy what I eat for the rest of the day because I know that juice is going to be cleaning me out <laughs> So that's that's my approach. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, with your podcast, um, I know on the show I love to ask a lot of people um, how they love to see how they see success differently. So how would you see success differently in terms of health and nutrition? What is your ideal perfect health, fitness, nutrition? Because everyone's is different. So. What do you see your output as? Yeah, so I define healthy as having the education and empowerment to make your choices. So what I mean by that is kind of what I was just talking about. A choice is choosing the salad or choosing the pizza. That's a choice that you have. No one's forcing you to do either. And then you do, you know, you know the consequences, you know the outcome. So if you're choosing over and over again the pizza, if that choice is what you need, then that's great. And that's... So you're making the healthy choice of this is what my body needs, but also know the outcome and the consequence, you know, that might lead to weight gain. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I think that the root starts at education. So that way you're able to make the most educated choice for yourself. And that's what healthy will look like to you. It shouldn't be something that you're ever following strictly. It's just, you know, kind of ebbs and flows. It's the choice that you make in that moment. Right. And it's um, in a sense, it's like you can't follow exactly what everyone else is doing because there are different body types so we have to be educated on nutrition in a sense of ourselves personally and I think that follows anything in life like you have to 
take a personal journey because everyone is different. Your life is different. Your timing is different. Our bodies are different. I've read this book of how just having a different blood type makes you like, you know, allergic to certain foods or like your body cannot digest or process certain foods. So I think everyone being educated on themselves and as well as nutrition can definitely um, put them in a better place um, health-wise and mentally um, happy. Yeah, because that's a great way to look at it. You know, like, you know your body best, so you know your choices best. And it's usually when you have a lack of understanding that you feel really out mm -hmm. of control, right? Like, if you're gaining weight, but you don't know why you're gaining the weight, then you feel like the failure, you feel out of control. But if you realize that it is a choice of your actions, or if you know, you're getting weaker because you're not going to the gym, like whatever the changes might be, mm -hmm. if you take responsibility and you know it's from your own choices, then you feel a lot more in control and it feels manageable. No, definitely. So if you had to say that there was anyone that's encouraged you or inspired you to take that leap, because I know a lot of people, it will be very difficult for them um, to make that change. They may stay in that mindset of, you know what, this is what it's supposed to be. I can't shift and change from this. Have you had any influences to say, you know what, it's okay to change. Um, your life is going to change at some point and you just have to make the necessary adjustments. Yeah, I think a big influence for me is Jordan Syatt. He's a fitness trainer and his big motto is you can't fuck this up. <laughs> and I think that's just <laughs> so great to realize, you know, so many people are worried of like, do I do this workout? Do I do this weight? How do I train for this? Do I rest too much? Like, no, there's no right or wrong. You can't mess it up. Mm -hmm. It's just either like improvements or sometimes you do take breaks. Like it's nothing hard and fast. There's no rules. You can't mess it up. Definitely. That's awesome. So if you have to say one thing to inspire women to just dream without limitation, um, just live life without limits, what would that be? Yeah, I think that it's just, you know, getting to the root cause of everything and realizing that it is in your control. If there's ever a situation that you feel like you just have the lack of control on, it's usually because you just don't really understand what's happening. And I know that there's a lot of circumstances in which, you know, certain events happen that you wish that they don't, but moving on from them, it's like, okay, what can I learn from that? So that way maybe you can prevent it from happening again, learn from your failures, anything like that, because what I used to think as a failure for my athletic career, like I never hit that 110 pounds. Not once. I tried for over a year to lose the weight, mm -hmm. to hit that weight and perform at my best. And I never did. And so to me, that was such a failure. But now just two years later, looking back, I'm like, I can use that story to inspire other people. I have now learned how I could in the best way possible, not just okay, like mm -hmm. I did it through a fast weight loss method. Like, no, now I can help people that were in my same position. So I think that it's always mm -hmm. valuable to learn from these experiences and know that you can change your story and where you're going. Awesome, awesome. I love it. Well, we thank you so much, Emily, for sharing your story with us on this platform. Um, I want to give you the opportunity to allow the audience to know how they can reach you how they can um, visit your social profiles, your podcast, all of that and above. And we'll link them in the description below as well. Awesome. Yeah, you can come check me out. The podcast name is Girls Gone Healthy. And so the Instagram is 
Girls Gone Healthy podcast. I'd love for you guys to come say hi and reach out. And I do have a course coming out that's called Help You Enjoy. So basically everything that we talked about here, just trying to make it fit the best into your lifestyle so you're not stressed about it, you're not worried about it. That's what I'm teaching. So come over and say hi. Awesome. Awesome. We love it. So we thank you once again, Emily, for sharing your story here with our audience. And we thank everyone also for tuning in to Made to Dream. Once again, I'm your host and we'll see you next time.